Show KKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui, broadcasting out of Akaku Maui Community Media Center in downtown Kahului, Derry Road, Chihu. We got a guest in the studio today, special guest, Brother Jerry. Brother Jerry, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Tony? What's going on, man? We'll be talking about some movies and stuff like that. Uh, I picked up a stack. Oh, the, 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 the reason why, too, because I didn't realize that this was the the, the steel book. Yeah, yeah. That one they were selling, I don't know if it was Walmart or Target, uh, but I recently just found out that they did a 4K and I had to pick that up, so I had to gift that one so again. I, I, when I saw they had this available, I was like, dude, can I get it? And now that I have it, this is going straight into the Blu-ray player tomorrow <laughs> for Thanksgiving, because it is a Thanksgiving film. Yeah. When you think about the Thanksgiving film. Mm-hmm. We got Bottom Marlin in the background there. Hey, Bottom Marlin, what's up? What's up, man? Tony. What's going on, brother Mullen? You get your turkey ready? Yeah, tomorrow, man. Oh, turkey. Got to get that defrosting yeah. done. Yes, sir. Put it in the roaster. What'd you get? What'd you get for the studio, Tony? It's brother Jaren. <laughs> brother Jen. What's up? Jaren. What's up? Yo, brother Jaren. <laughs> you got it, my brother. All right, so you go have a happy Thanksgiving yeah, next week. You go, you, you call back the week on Monday. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, you go listen. It's a special episode. We talk yeah, about Tony. movies and stuff and cool things and playing some music, some Christmas tunes maybe. It's starting to play some Christmas tunes already. Yeah. So. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. And then we're talking about yeah, planes, trains, and automobiles. Ooh. Although they play this on cable, they gotta cut out the bad words or they just censor it. It's been a while since I've actually seen yeah. it, so. And it's it. Here's the thing: it's rated R, mm-hmm. but the whole movie is. It feels like it's like a PG-13 film until you get to one pivotal scene mm-hmm. where there's like I don't know, Steve Martin, like 17 or 20 expletives. Yes. In one setting, that what makes the movie rated R. Yeah. But overall, though, it's like the family movie. This one and like Uncle Buck and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, Molly. So you call Monday. Choo. Mm. All right, that's brother Molly right there. Always calling over here on the on the radio show KKU 88.5 FM. The voice of Molly. That's right. It's Christmas time. And uh, brother Jerry was gonna come over here for talk story. Had the movie Thanksgiving. It come to theaters here on Maui. It didn't. It did not. It did not. We've been demanding it. Oh, We've been demanding it. All the, all, even all the critics, we were like ready right? to go. We were ready to book our tickets. And then out of nowhere, we're like, mm-hmm. Hunger Games, Wish, Napoleon, exactly. Trolls. Where's Where? Thanksgiving? Where? Trolls is playing on Maui? Tr- yeah. Trolls 3. It's more, it's more, I think it's more. Like they would we'll play some holiday movies. What about Thanksgiving? And they saw the like, they saw the little synopsis, and they were like, uh, maybe after Thanksgiving. But I mean, compared to all the other horror movies that we've gotten in theaters, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, uh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe maybe something to do with conservatives. Print no. distribution, dude. Yeah, but Consumers. um. Thanksgiving, if you don't know, it's a Eli, Eli, he directed this one as well. Eli yeah. Roth, yeah. So, and it's, it's based on the trailer that showed in between the Grindhouse double feature directed by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez 
Uh, it was Planet Terror and then Death Proof. And in between, you had these trailers. And one of those trailers was a horror film, a, a, a horror mock film called Thanksgiving about uh, a slasher killer on Thanksgiving Day wreaking havoc, girls on trampolines. <laughs> Here's the thing, too, because like, I wanted to watch it to see how they would transition. The from the 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 i the idea the concept that they had with the trailer to a full feature film and judging judging by the trailer that I watch the final trailers that they have for Thanksgiving, it's different from the Grindhouse trailer. I thinking yeah yeah, yeah. in the way of like you know like it, it, it the trailer the trailer back then kind of showed say <laughs> a little a little uh, suggestive content. Yeah, in there. Yeah, but from this trailer now, I I feel like it's a serious slasher film. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I heard that it's a what do you call it, serious slasher film. I heard it's a little bit fun. Um, I know the one thing that once I saw the preview for, I one thing I missed about the the mock trailer was mm-hmm. that they weren't gonna have the that seventies look, that exploitation look, yeah. that all the the grain from yeah. from film. But I was surprised to hear that people like Patrick Dempsey and Gina Gershon were going to show up in this movie. That's right. I saw that trailer. I said, like, "This Patrick Dempsey's in here." Yeah. I guess she's taking over the role of uh, which was supposed to be Michael Bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did like the sheriff role in the yeah. the trailer. I'm like, what? And so, I, and he recently got the sexiest man alive uh, of the year. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey, little Patrick Dempsey. I remember you in Can't Buy Me Love. 80s rom-com yeah 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 <laughs> i remember him from the 80s because he did that one and he did another movie called lover lover boy where he played a pizza delivery guy who on the side hustled by uh having dates with rich women <laughs> rich married women that sounds like alfie <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit like yeah. an americanized teen comedy version yeah yeah and he was doing all this so that he can understand what it is to uh, uh, be with a woman so that he can finally be with his girlfriend. I'd... The 80s was different. I mean, that doesn't, was... that doesn't sound too far off from the reality shows we get today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but it but also anyway. wouldn't be the first time that Dempsey has shown up in a horror film. I think uh, Scream 3 comes to mind. Was he? Sc- That's right. He was in Scream 3. Yeah. God, um, I don't know if he was in any horror movies. I don't think so. In the eighties, he kind of, he kind of went towards like the, like trying to be a dorky teen heartthrob kind of thing. Because I just remember him. Yeah. Can't buy me love, Lover Boy, and then he had done this one movie with Jennifer Connelly. I forget. It's like, she, like it's another like weird family comedy that goes like, I, yeah. I can't I, remember that one. <laughs> I think that I can. Picture the film in my head, but I cannot, for the life of me, remember the title. But yeah, yeah, he's he's been around for a while, you guys. And then early two thousands, boom, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah. him as yeah. He's Doctor Shepherd. Doctor Shepherd. He's Doctor Shepherd. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> How's his first? Name? I forget his first name, but I know it's Doctor Shepherd. He married Meredith Grey and all that. Don't get me started. <laughs> I have been watch. I'm I'm not. A, I'm one of those guys that don't like binge binge watch from the beginning to. I'm like I get I get hooked into like one episode from another season. And I'm like I gotta yeah. finish that. You 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 turn it on and it's it there on. and yeah. then it's like oh I'm, like I jump from like season two, season fourteen, season seventeen. I don't know whatever. <laughs> I know they had like a really um, strong impact on uh, during the COVID. Uh, lockdown and stuff like that because they actually created a whole season that garnered towards you know what was going on the situation during that time hmm. uh, uh, but he's dead he's already dead already <laughs> <laughs> oh spoiler alert <laughs> I'm so sorry people that didn't watch Grey's Anatomy I haven't seen Grey's Anatomy but I mean <laughs> that that kind of spoiler has already kind of made news oh, and yeah. it's just for the character all the time that's how much yeah. his character meant to the show <laughs> but yeah it's shocking to see him in like a really violent slasher film well mm-hmm. Scream 3 was violent but this one I feel like it's I feel like I've heard stories about the kills 
Like so people are kind of raving about certain kills in this film. So mm-hmm. I uh, holiday gonna, themed. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be like one of those guys is like I'm gonna wait as soon as it come out some uh, come on 4K or Blu-ray or whatever. Mm. I'm gonna pick it up. Definitely, I'm gonna pick it. Yeah. And I like to pick up if it's like a collector's edition version and you use different kind of artwork on top. Yeah. I know. I know the Blu-ray is on pre-order already. Like, uh, like you can go on Amazon. You can probably pre-order oh, for real? Thanksgiving already. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I got from the uh, the current Black Friday discounted sales on Amazon is Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's coming okay. in the mail soon. Oh, so you already started uh, Black Friday shopping? Yeah, yeah. I already got some stuff. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Including you, I Black Friday shopping with. Yeah. <laughs> I got the cool stuff in here. This is an upgrade, Dante's Peak, and Daylight, because I had the DVD. But then, um, okay, what is this, Malaysian? Is it a Malaysian feature? Uh, it's, I want to say Indonesian. Indonesian. I've heard about this one. Very, uh, very dark horror film coming out of Asia. Yeah. May the Devil Take You and May the Devil Take You Too. I think this was, I don't know if it was on Shudder or if it was on Netflix. I it's definitely a Shudder exclusive, for sure. Ah. Yeah, I um that one is definitely what you get. I think I I want to say it's the Indonesian answer to Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen the trailer with some Ra- Sam Raimi esque type of vibe. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of Asian cheese on there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that one. And then I did not realize that these are arrows. I know you'd be. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, yeah. The. The Black Friday, okay, part of the part of the other part of the Black Friday sale. I started shopping in, in early November already, because so, mm-hmm. a lot of the prices came down, a lot of the features, and I had just now added to my Arrow collection the second Arrow feature that I purchased online is Vamps, nineteen eighty six Vamps, and it's a vampire movie. It's a, it predates from Dust to Dawn because it's a vampire movie that takes place in a gentleman's club. Okay, in the eighties, yeah. Neon light, everything, and like crazy special effects, like almost like mm, you know how the vampires were back then in the eighties. You know the Lost Boys look, yeah, the Fright Night the, look, the Fright Night yeah. look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, okay, one of those ones, yeah. So, but um, <laughs> Ringu, yes, awesome, very cool, love it. Thank you very much for that one. Yeah, I didn't one of the earlier it. films I did not know Hiroyuki Sonata was in. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, and that guy's getting a lot of roles nowadays. You know, like yeah, he's yeah. he's been around. He's been around, but then right. you know, I, I I didn't know that he was in that movie until I popped it in. I was like, oh, he's the clairvoyant character. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. I remember now. But you know how big the Ringu series is in Asia alone. There's yeah. been and there's there's been a German remake. There's been a Korean remake, and then American remake. Wow. Yeah, from the original <laughs> series. Plus, they're in the Japanese series uh, of the Ringu uh, Ringu films. There is a prequel, I think, called Ringu Zero. Yeah, no, they. Or, I think they. I think uh, Arrow has the entire box set, but it's that uh, one is still Blu-ray. Okay. I just didn't get that because I wasn't about to. I wasn't about to shop for one whole box for yeah. a really big price when I haven't seen those other ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then. Some maize. What? Some children lukewarm. Thank you. Yeah. Again, and it's a 4K release too. It's a 4K. Oh yeah. man, it's just hey, <laughs> fun for the whole family for Thanksgiving. Watch Children of the Corn while you eat your turkey, and maybe maybe you might have some corn on the cob. Well, yeah. <laughs> This is a crazy horror movie. When I growing, growing up as a kid, the first time I watched it was on <gasps> that HBO. opening scene. Yes. Yes, I was like, and my mom would tell me like movies like prior to me being born, there was like, there were creepy kids movies. There's always been like creepy kid movies, and uh, you know like uh, Village of the Damned. Mm-hmm. They had that Omen, Exorcist, mm-hmm. one of the big ones, and then oh, um, there was one that was in the '60s, The Bad Seed. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the precursor to uh, The Good Son, if you've seen that one with Macaulay Culkin. I have not seen The Good Son. Oh, wow. Uh, people have recommended it. Uh, I've just been 
I don't know. Should, sh- should I bl- should I blind buy it? Yeah. yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. Man. Elijah Wood is in it. Yeah, they're all young. You know, this is this yeah. is before uh, Kevin McAllister got crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin McAllister got kicked. I think he like he smokes a he smokes cigarettes. Oh my god! He's like yeah, bad apple kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you if you enjoy that one, look into Bad Seed as well. Okay. It's a 1960s feature and uh, black and white, mm-hmm. and it's about a girl named Rhoda. I think it was either yeah Rhoda, mm-hmm. and she's just uh, manipulative. Somewhat psychotic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I picked up an Arrow title a few months back, and I, I wanted to confirm with you: is that a is Bloody Birthday um, a mm. bad seed movie? Is it like is it like yeah. Children of the Corn yes, with that's, kids? That's, that's another kid horror film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the whole idea of that movie is that three kids are born on a certain like lunar eclipse mm-hmm. at the same time. And they grow up to be evil. Oh, like, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like yeah, like something happens along the way. They're kind of like, yeah. See, that's the movie I wish we got from that Wes Craven's 2010's My Soul to Take. Mm. That would have been a better movie mm. um, instead of what we got. I but vaguely I remember watching that. I, I think I saw it in theaters. Yeah, but I think it was. And you could only watch it in 3D. Yeah, right. And there was nothing 3D about it. <laughs> Could have grip, man. But uh, I, I, uh, um, yeah. When it comes down to like creepy kids movies, man, Children of the Corn, mm-hmm. and the 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 series, the whole. I want. Did they release like a box set? Children of, of the Corn. All the sequels. Um. You know what? I think there's one label. Uh. If you are familiar with that same Blu-ray label uh, boutique set, they the ones that sell. The Puppet Master ones, something Midnight's, I could be wrong. I think they released the Children of the Corn thing. Otherwise, I mean, just yeah. like just like the set that looks like this with the Dante's mm-hmm. Peak and Daylight, yeah. I know that they just have like miscellaneous yeah. number titles all over the place. Yeah, I know. I back in the DVD, the DVD, yeah. do we have like you know we have like uh, four or five sequels on one disc or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And then the remake too. The remake came out on Blu-ray and that was on the shelf for like minimal time, and then mm. that's gone, and nobody even bothered to check that one out. Is that the one that was released on Sci-Fi Channel or something? Like that it, had a it premiere, was released. Right? Yeah, it was le- at least released within the last couple. Of years it got a limited release in theaters and then it just they just i, th- I think it's on some streaming service but nobody yeah. really nobody really talked anything higher than that children of the corn 2 was okay children of the corn 3 was ridiculous i just i just think they really I, I think <laughs> that's like one franchise that just needs to get redone properly right i um the Hellraiser franchise was kind of getting dull towards the end with Which all their one? other sequels. The Hellraiser franchise. Oh, okay. Yeah, their their sequels started to get a little dull, but I like this new revamp. That yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. The one is on Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. If they build off a sequel from or sequels from that feature, I I'd be okay with it. They should. I'll they left okay. it completely open. Yeah, but well, it's up to the lead pinhead. Um, the uh, actor that uh, did that pinhead over um, mm-hmm. it's up to them to if they're gonna continue on playing the you gotta understand the makeup involved yeah you know I mean Doug Bradley would never go back mm-hmm. to um, uh, is his name right Doug Bradley Doug Bradley yeah. yeah yeah he would never I don't think he he would never he's older already he's not going back to the makeup yeah the skin pulled back and everything. It always amazes me. I like the BTS where they talk about the makeups and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I yeah. picked that. I picked that one up. By the way, the Hellraiser Arrow 4K edition that was released um, in the UK. Yeah, uh, I picked that one up. That one is such a good set. It's got tons of bonus. Tons of bosses. Oh man! Uh, they they have like I think it's all, they've only done the first four films on 4K. Okay. Uh, and I got mine. If you ever were to look it up online, I got mine from the Arrow UK exclusive, where it's like a chatterbox because you could get one with Pinhead, but yeah. the exclusive site one is um, the Chatterer. It's pretty oh, the awesome. T- yeah, the yeah. yeah, yeah. And then when yeah, you yeah, open up it. and unfold it, it's like this little like. 
uh, oh, anatomy of a skeleton and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. Oh, but I, I have yet to dive into those discs sooner or later. <laughs> I always want to look out for stuff like that when it pops up on the um, uh, some of the websites that mm-hmm. show off all the discounted stuff. So always, I like I saw a lot of box set stuff that I'm interested in. So I'm like, mm, I'll get that myself for Christmas. You might see me get rid of some of my Paramount titles soon because mm. the box set that I got uh, for from Amazon for like the Black Friday sale mm-hmm. was the Paramount Scares 4K Volume One, and that one includes the 1989, I believe, uh, Pet Cemetery. Oh wow! Smile Crawl, which I do have individual covers that are I will give uh, I will probably get mm-hmm. rid of and mm-hmm. sell. Um, the fourth title is Rosemary's Baby, which is for the first time on 4K. Mm. And there's um, a secret title, which is not necessarily a secret if you've already looked into it. But the one title that is being released for the first time and exclusive only for this set is uh, Swinney Todd. The Johnny, the Johnny Depp. Depp one? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So I'll probably get rid of my Blu-ray copy for that one. Um, oh, let me know, man. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I love that musical. Yeah. I don't watch it enough. Right. But... It's one of those where it's like it's a favorite of mine. Plus, you know, the content for the Sweeney Todd. I mean, it, it's weird because it is a musical. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a musical that they played on Broadway and everything. I, the first memory I like before even Sweeney Todd became a with the Tim Burton movie became a thing. Uh, there's a scene in the film. Oh, it's the one with Ben Affleck. Directed by Kevin Smith. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Yeah, when the daughter likes that musical, she was performing for her school like, yeah. talent show and stuff like that. And yeah, it like shocked the whole like the whole school because it's like they didn't realize what it was about. It's a demon barber of Fleet Street. He slices people's throats. Yeah. And then sends the bodies down to become meat pies. Man, <laughs> if if any high school production on Maui will do Sweetie right? Todd, I will pay to go watch that. That right? would be awesome. You know, like E.L. Theater should pick that one up. Yeah. yeah. Did, did Pro Arts do a Sweeney Todd adaptation for so. the stage? The only the the only cool one that they, they, they did in the past years is their Evil Dead musical. Oh, I, I wish I got to see that. I that I, I was cool. like I was floored. I was like I couldn't believe it. It was a really yeah. good musical. A lot of awesome. The uh, songs were good. Yeah, songs were good. They were catchy. Um, I don't know why um, more productions do Evil Dead musical, or if anything. Maybe look into the Night of the Living Dead musical because there is a musical based on Night of the Living Dead. You didn't know that. I would, I would watch that. Right? I would watch that. You I want to see the zombies dance. Right? That would be so freaking cool. I mean, you already have um, awesome plays already out. Like, um, they have, um, well, the, the, the original Little Shop of Horrors, Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Show. Mm-hmm. And then um, now we got Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Musical, mm-hmm. we got um, uh, Evil Dead, Night of the Living Dead. I don't know. Uh, there's uh, there's other crazy like horror based musicals that are like popular now. It's not only Phantom of the Op- Phantom of the Opera anymore. Yeah, yeah. And we like the musicals. This should be this should do productions of some of the musical horror movies that are, are already out there. Because there's this one where it's like it's a Christmas movie. It's like this girl wakes up on Christmas Day and it's a musical, but like the whole world, like zombies, it's like a zombie apocalypse. Oh. A- Anna, Anna and the Apocalypse or something like, something like that. Okay. okay. And, and it's Christmas based. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a bunch of those. Now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is fun stuff. Man. Anyways, man, uh, I'm going to take a quick break right now. Okay. Okay. Let's play some tunes right here on the local show, KKU 88.5 FM, The Voice of Maui. Here's some, uh, hey, it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah. I'm going to treat everybody to Adam Sandler right here now. It's uh, Adam Sandler <laughs> from his first album, first comedy album, uh, The Thanksgiving Song. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey. 
talk on drugs but it's time we know the facts fentanyl is killing people it's a powerful opioid often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs it can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications just two milligrams about the size of a few grains of sand could potentially be lethal this isn't an ad to scare you but it is an ad to make you think twice get the facts go to realdealonfentanyl.com this message is brought to you by the ad council all Maui, all the time, anywhere you go. Maui Stream from Maui Lovers, an all-new mobile app for your phone. Watch Maui's community channels live in HD. Find your favorite programs with custom playlists. Submit your own videos. Listen to KAKU 88.5, available now on the App Store and Google Play. Maui Stream, three islands, one stream. It's 4 a.m., Monday and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Steve Summers. Join me Sunday mornings from 1 to 2 a.m. with a replay Sunday mornings from 10 till 11 for the Oldies Time Machine. It's familiar oldies from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, plus some of those rare tracks you won't hear on any other radio program. Right here on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. 
How's it? I'm Brother Tony from the local show. KKU is one listener supported station. That means that all the kind shows you hear, like me, are sponsored by you, the listener, as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear like that, go to kkufm.org donate and give today. And don't miss the local show Monday through Thursdays live at 1 p.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. FM, the voice of Maui, you hear me, brother Tony Midnight, and brother Jaren. We're gonna be talking about some more cool movies that we've been watching as we gear up for Turkey Day. You got your turkey ready, man? Get your turkey ready. Get your turkey ready. You got your turkeys? Defrosted. Defrosted. Ready for go? Put them in the roaster. Put them in the roaster. Man. Don't what forget is, the butter. <laughs> why do people make huli, huli, huli turkey? Huli, huli. What you want to put gravy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So I bet I, like I bet that. somebody's out there gonna do a huli huli turkey. I'm gonna do the emu turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah some yeah. glazed onions. Oof. Oh, mm. cutlet. I don't think my family have enough money for. I think we might be able to get one pie. Do we really need pies though? <laughs> I'm just I'm just good with stuffing gravy and mashed potatoes, man. I'm good. Sometimes everybody just wants the whole spread, but you know that's, mm. that's just how things are. Yeah, we can't that's do the whole spread at my house, man. My bad, the roach is gonna come out. Dude, have you have you ever done like the sweet yams, the mm. one where they they yeah, roasted yeah, yeah. like uh, marshmallows on top of the roasted um, on top of the yams? Oh, a while ago, man. Yeah. We're talking about growing up, like going to four Thanksgivings oh. in like in like two days, like through the, actually Thursday. That's the reason why I think we had. Friday off because it'd be like, oh, we go and have Thanksgiving with the family that we yeah. couldn't get. Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah, I remember having the old, the old school style of yams with the melted marshmallows and stuff like that. Yeah. And then like, like I think somebody made like you know that 
home style mac and cheese with the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. and the cheese and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I've experienced that. But now you're gonna have to have maybe a thousand dollars in your pocket, man, to have a good spread. Everybody gotta chip in. Everybody gotta <laughs> chip in. Come Perfect. on, kids, let's do this, man. Let's do this. Economy, man. Prices is up, man. Tell you what, man, I ain't paying too much for a turkey. What butterball? How much? No, thank you. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. Uh, we're broadcasting out of a Kakumama Community Media Center in downtown Kahului, Derry Road. And right now, I'm going to talk about a movie that supposedly ends an entire franchise. <laughs> you know, they should have just called that movie Turkey Day. It should have been Turkey Day. It right? should have been Turkey Day. You can't make three movies on the same night. I feel like it's a turkey. <laughs> yeah, then, okay, so we're, I'm going to be talking about real quick. I'm going to talk about this horror film called Halloween Ends. It was it came out it was last year. It was last year. It's 2022. Last year. Yes. Yes. 2022. Yes, because 2021 yeah. was Kills. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. last year, this movie came out, and now I understand why a lot of people are kind of like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Danny, Mc, Danny, McBride, Danny McBride still producing along with a bunch of other people, but I feel like there should have been a little bit more, uh, a little, a little bit more attention to the storyline. Keep in mind, these are the same people who did Exorcist Believer. Okay. And you can see why people I didn't show watched, up. I didn't watch that one. I don't know if I am going to uh, watch that one. <laughs> Another one of those titles. Well, like, whatever you do, don't pay for yeah. it. <laughs> It's not Bloomhouse, right? It's Bloom, it, Bloom, it is Blumhouse. It, it, Bloom, Blum, Bloom. It's Bloom, 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 Bloom. How you doing, Jason? What's his name? Jason. Michael. Michael. Jason no. is not Blumhouse yet. No, Jason Blum. Jason Blum. Yeah. Jason Blum, yep. He's yeah, the guy. one with the logo with the spinning house. I mean, I'm saying, like, they've had some good titles in there, but in the repertoire. Yes. In the past, they've had some good titles, but I don't know where you were going. How does how does this movie end ends the Halloween franchise? How does this? It it doesn't make it. For one, I'm gonna spoil it for everybody because you guys need to watch it. All right, okay. Let's spoil it right now. Uh, this one makes Jace, um, Jace. This one makes Michael a wussy. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of he's he's frail. I mean, he does get get in some kills there, but he's frail. He's kind of showing his age. Kind of like you know, hello, I'm I'm 71 or something. <laughs> I'm 71. He gets now. taken down by a teenager. Yeah, this young kid is like Dude, like 19, 19, 20 year old kid that has had a hard luck, all on the same night where the, that's the previous year, right? It's supposed to be the previous year where it was like 2020, like 2019, like all in the yes. one night of 2019. That whole night, you had you had Michael. Doing a bunch of kills, and then you has you have this kid and his situation that happened on the same night, along with all the other stuff that happened. Yeah, so, so it was a year after the yeah. events of the first so, two films. So this is the emo sequel. <laughs> the emo sequel. The emo sequel. Yeah. This should be this should this should be not Halloween ends. Halloween emo, basically. <laughs> Cause it's 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 not a it's not a Halloween film. It's a teen angst. Drama thriller. Yeah. So where the marketing obviously advertises heavily about the final showdown between Michael and Laurie Strode, uh, falsely advertised. They Definitely. are the bookends of this movie. The whole big chunk of the film, the biggest, the big spotlight it's on is a character named Corey Cunningham. Corey. And he has a supernatural connection, which is never explained, with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, let, let's give it here. There, there are sequels. There are installments where the supernatural aspect of Michael Myers has been slightly mm-hmm. teased, small kind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. explored. The, but the, whole, the, cult, the whole cult the of thorn the cult of Thor. Thing from, yes. the, uh, from part four, five, and six. Six, yes. That's right, the and then trilogy, yeah. and then and then you know you got H two O. They just like what sequels? What? Yeah. No, she didn't have a daughter. She had a son. She had a son. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you jump away from that one. You got Rob Zombie in between, right? With his like heavy metal horror right. psychotronic acid trip uh, Halloween films, 
and then now you you go back to the beginning with these with this trilogy here, which the first one, awesome. I like the first one. Which one? The first Halloween. The first uh, Halloween. Um, uh, of this one? Of this one, of this trilogy. Of this trilogy? Of, this trilogy, of the yeah. David Gordon Green trilogy. Yeah, that the one. The 2018 film. Yes. Yeah, yes. because it jumps from what happened directly on Halloween night, 1978. 40 years later. And then 40 years later, mm-hmm. with, um, with you find out that Jason... You think of Jason, right? Michael. I think Jason will be this way. Uh, Michael is still locked up in a scene asylum after that night. I have some knowledge to break down about that. Okay, so I don't understand how Laurie Strode, 40 years, right? Mm -hmm. She is like the Sarah Connor of her time, you know? So training. Yes. So we ignore the fact that the sequels exist, and there's been, what, only three of her friends that died? But she is this morose, reclusive, very, like, like this one night really messed up her life. Yeah. But if you watch Halloween Ends... She's like this happy-go-lucky, like, I'm a, I'm a house mother now. I'm, I'm taking responsibility. And this is just mm-hmm. three years after the events mm-hmm. just rocked in 2018. And I'm like... I think it's supposed to go and show, like, you know, this is what happens when you train your whole life to that, to that one night. And then after everything happened, your daughter dies. And you got PTSD. And you're trying to be happy. But at the same time, you're emo. Mm-hmm. But you see, I wish they leaned more into that and where the movie should have focused just a little bit more on that part of Lori, mm-hmm. I think was just a little taken over by this Corey Cunningham character. Yeah. And it just, it's still... And the, and the granddaughter. Yes. Yeah. And it still doesn't make any sense of them transferring this mm-hmm. evil between looking in each other's eyes. Yeah. And just... Right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, Let's you're upset. He's upset. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. And then he literally, like, on that Halloween night, burns it down. And it's not even like... you know, It just does not feel like a Halloween film. No. It really doesn't. You got... You got... And when you come down to the, to the victims, too, this time, the victims is actually people that deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like in the past, like you know, it's innocent, but this one had it's it's they deserve it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the it's the bullied kid taking revenge on his bullies. It is a little tough though, because if you come off of watching Halloween Kills, where Halloween Kills had an enormous amount of body count to ramp up, and it's yeah. just bloody mayhem throughout. Walking into Halloween ends, it's very it, it, it's like they totally put a big fat break. On the killing rampage, yeah. and they kind of save it for the later half of the film, mm-hmm. which you know you could chalk that up and say, hey, you know, it was a nice little breather, you know, kind of like what the old movies were. Were they trying for go with? Were they trying for go for the Oscars? <sighs> no, I, going, I, I like, we wanted so. to make the last one dramatic, so maybe I might get an Oscar nod. Oh my god! Yeah, sorry, everything, everywhere, all at once took the time yeah, yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's just yeah. It was it was kind of underwhelming. Yeah, it was. So and especially for the final fight battle, I was like, "Whoa, okay." I think Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers's showdown in H two O was a lot more, a lot more spread yeah. out. Yeah. In that final act, I it mean, should have ended this, with that one. Yeah, and that was like fifteen minutes of the two hour movie. Yeah. You know, like I was like, can they not? Can they do more than just fight in the dark? I can't see anything in this kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Hall- you get Halloween, the new Halloween, and then she's like armed to the teeth. She's all machine. I, I, like you said, Sarah Connor. She 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 she, she became like the Sarah Connor of the Halloween mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah, but uh, I would like to see like a <clears throat> definitive, maybe a, just a definitive sequel that would like some way tie it all together. Like, oh, Michael Myers exists in different multiverses, and this is what you got. Every sequel is a different multiverse where Michael Myers exists. And in every universe, he's evil. See, I I think COVID did affect this movie strongly because the original plan was, well, they only really meant to do two films. Mm -hmm. And that they didn't have an original trilogy planned. Like, like literally, they set out to make Mm -hmm. one Halloween movie. Um, and they were thinking, hey, we should do like a two-part movie. And then the studio says, we don't know if your movie's that good. Let's just go with one. So they did that. And then they were like, guys, let's do a whole trilogy. They're like, the trilogy on the same night? 
And so that was the original plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But COVID happened. And then not only did they have to change a few things, especially with production being yeah. halted, but that was like a four-year span between movies. And then they were just like, all right, I guess Kills would be the last one that would be on that night. And then Ends would just be something else. Like they, mm-hmm. I feel like the final battle they wanted with Laurie and Michael was just this tiny little thing that they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But how are we going to stretch that into a whole feature? So they added this Corey Cunningham character, which I'm not completely upset about. I just wish Corey should have came in in part two uh, of Halloween Kills. I think they should have introduced him for us to care about him. Because for him to be introduced now and to rush this whole thing, it's not a bad idea. But when you advertise the film as the final showdown between Mm -hmm. the two iconic characters and you introduce this guy and he takes up majority of your movie. The the whole storyline is basically just him. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't like we don't care because that's not what we came here. We we didn't come to the finale for this. Right? He's yeah. in there and was like, you're just a man in a mask. So he <laughs> takes off his mask and then run out and then Michael says, ooh, ooh. Yet he still gets up. <laughs> he still gets up, man. And then the, the whole ending was just weird. Dude, wait, what did you think about that weird scene with the, with him and Michael at the doctor's house? Just teaming up. It was weird, right? It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. I, I, I get that they're trying to pay a homage because she's wearing that, 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 that silly clown mask. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of harkens back to the first film where Michael started off with that clown mask. Yeah. Killing his sister on that night. But then I was looking at it, I was like, wait, no. What is this? A, is, it, is this tag team? It's a Harry it's Potter not, movie. It felt Michael like Michael Myers it, it is spreading like, his... His soul yeah. into different different people. Kind of, it kind of feel like I felt like okay. Here's what it is. Okay, I don't know why it just popped into my head, but I felt like they were trying to recreate just in that that scene, like a little homage to Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm. Because in that one, you have the main serial killer, but you have the other guy who's like, yeah, yeah, get him, yeah, uh, uh, sit there and watch kind of deal, like his sidekick. And that's what I got. I was like, oh, this is like this is Batman and Robin. And, you know, it's a kid that is trying to learn and then see Michael and like, like okay, that's how you do it. That's how you kill. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Like he's learning yeah. in, such, in such a short period of time. It's like such a, span, a short period of time. A span of like, what, 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah. He falls in love with this girl because she invited, she invited him granddaughter. to yeah, Lori's yeah. granddaughter invited him to a Halloween party uh, weekend prior to Halloween or whatever and from the span of that to Halloween night he becomes psychotic kills a homeless man and he's like he sees Michael and is like yeah, okay I'm gonna be just like you uh, and then rips his mask off and they'll go kills a bunch of bully kids which even at that point I was like no how there was interesting kills in the last two movies. This one was just I don't know. I don't know. Kind of rushed. Kind of rushed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then like yeah. in the ending, Michael just goes and grabs him, and he's like, "I want my evil strength back." <laughs> he like sucks his whole soul back, man. So dumb. So, anyways, man, that yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes down to it, Halloween ends. You know, entertaining to watch, but. Somewhat not because I was watching this movie with my auntie and I and when the movie ended I was like so what and my auntie was like I don't know yeah even my auntie was kind of like I don't see I don't the Thorn trilogy made more sense than that at right? least at least they explained some things yeah and I get it you know sometimes ambiguity can be a thing but you know what if they wanted to go different. I, I had a friend who was like, okay, it looks like this movie was trying to be like Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, where mm-hmm. they wanted to be different. Yeah. And if that's going to be the case, you know what Michael should have been? The Michael that the, – the the Michael she should have faced, instead of having Corey be possessed or everything, mm-hmm. they should have just went with two Michaels. And they should have just went with – the first Michael that got taken down was the Shamrock – Yes. Robot. I knew you was getting into that. Yes. I knew you was getting if they that. were going to be different and they're yeah. going to be wacky, I, I was like, like Michael should have been like, why is Michael so difficult to kill? Because he's, he's not human. He's controlled by a, a, a black magic cult. Right. That, that. Creates, creates like freaking magical drone robots and stuff like that. And I would have paid to see that. I would And then too. the ending. I would have too, man. 
the ending being the actual Michael Myers because he's weak, he's old, and he's withering away. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I would have loved to see a fucking Terminator, uh, oh. a Terminator Michael Myers, you know, and then the real Michael in the same yeah. movie. And yeah. then I think that would have driven Laurie's like story arc yeah. home. Definitely. That'll work. And it would have brought the Shamrock thing full circle. Yeah. Because when you think about it, when you watch the the Halloween 3, it exists differently from the Halloween series because there's a part of the movie that's like the big night, Halloween night, and then right after Halloween, Mm -hmm. when they play Halloween, the movie. So, but I like the idea, like, maybe they're like trans-dimensional travelers. Exactly, and they've been they've been, uh, oh, they they've been in every universe. They've been controlling the same Michael. I mean, so how awesome yeah. would it have been if yeah. Larry picked up Michael's mask and you saw the Shamrock sticker on the back? Yeah, that would definitely be so right? cool. And like the Cult of Thorn is actually the the Shamrock, the, yeah, company, or or even just like the Shamrock guys themselves. They yeah. would have just been involved, and then you would see why Michael was so invincible and why he was so prevalent in her life. You know, that would have been a better story. That would have been a better story. There's still, there's still a chance. There's still a chance. You guys, yeah. you guys, been like making sequels that. You know, don't don't mash together anymore. Maybe you get finally the idea, like, hey, bring everything together, man. Yeah. Shamrock novelties. And I don't mean to like harken this back to the 2018 one, but even the 2018 one. You know how the doctor, the the one that turned out to be, he had evil intent to bring Michael and Laurie back together, and Michael was only going after Laurie because he was just in her path. Yeah, or yeah. or she was just in his path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like like that moment where he puts on the mask. I'm like, what is going on here? Right? And then I like it. Beca- I kind of like it because as far as they wanted to be different, they were like, I think that idea is not going to mesh well with fans. Throw that idea away and squash his face. No. <laughs> but what, yeah, man, but I think yeah. they could have brought if they wanted no. to do Halloween three. Well, here, here's here's a cool idea. What if somebody actually created like an entire like. Like a one mega long four hour movie that brings all of the horror, 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 horror multiverses together, you know? And it'll have to be like the major villains versus the heroes of all of their universes. So, you know, you'll have Ash heading up that team. You did hear about the original idea for Freddy versus Jason 2, right? Yeah, they wanted to ask. They wanted, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Campbell actually does an interview where he's like, the idea was thrown at them, and then they threw it out. Yeah. 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 That but, I would have paid to see. That's I awesome. Majorly, like, I would have done that. But not only do they like, bring a lot like, imagine, like, you know, you have all the horror, horror villains all together in one spot, and, like, their army is, like, an army of xenomorphs. Like they would send xenomorphs in, like and then like you have like Chucky running around to like slicing people up, and then Pennywise, you know, sounds like an the, IP conflict. <laughs> both Pennywise, I want both Pennywise in the same film, both. I mean, I don't think Curry, Tim Curry can do it anymore. But you can't use this AI. You can't. Oh, RFA, you can, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, Come on, did you see what happened? Did you see what they did with the new Flash movie? Did you see what AI does? I didn't watch it. Oh my. We don't have Max Can anymore. I spoil it just yeah, for a ahead. little bit? There is a moment in the multiverse where the Flash does a thing and the different versions of what could have been as far as oh. movie f- versions and from other universes come clashing together. And you see the Nicolas Cage Superman... No! You see the Christopher Reeves Superman. No! You've seen like all the other different versions of Batman. And they like the for Bill a Kilmer brief Batman. Moment, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but but that's what I'm saying is that they didn't really get these actors. They just AI'd they them. AI'd and it looks so polished and it like was so fake. And see, now now I wanna watch it. Yeah, now I but then watch like it. again, these were just like little glimpses of what it was. Just like just the CGI, like, dude, like you can yeah, tell that yeah. you can tell that wasn't really Nick Cage, that <sighs> wasn't really Christopher Reeves. You know, like, you're gonna try for like uh, rip off um, Spider Man, 
uh, No Way Home because remember at the, they had the riff at the end where yes. you see all of yes. Spider-Man's villains trying to cross over. Yes. So yeah. the Flash tried to one-up that, but they did it in such a way where it looks so glossy, so video gamey. Like at least you know that in Spider-Man No Way Home, they actually got those actors. Yeah. In this, did. you can yeah. like it felt like such a weird gimmick uh, because you know that wasn't really them. Well, man, we come to the end of the program. Yeah. Mala for coming in, brother. Talk Thank to you for having with me. me. You have a happy Thanksgiving. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's head on out to say MCR. I just feel like thanks to MCR right now. My Chemical Romance? Yes! <laughs> Aloha, Maui. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. We are every show since no two concerts were ever the same on stage the same goes with the grateful dead radio program on kaku 88.5 fm saturday night at eight and sunday night at nine it's dead air it's an hour of killer recordings stories from the taper section tall tales from the parking lot and i'll throw in an interview from time to time hey i'm Corey daniels saturday night at eight and sunday night at nine you'll get dead air on kaku 88.5 fm the voice of maui Hi, I'm Vince Bodie, co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. KAKU is a listener-supported station. This means that all of the great programs you hear, like mine, are supported by you as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear, go to kakufm.org slash donate today and give. And don't miss the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on 88.5 FM, the voice of gravy. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you, I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
Maui's free speech station. KAKU 88.5 FM, Kahului Maui, the voice of Maui. The Sonic Cavern. Let's light this candle. Ignition sequence start. Intelligent, eclectic, and ready to blast off. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious...